0: This is Creepy and Geeky, a part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcast Network. Welcome to creepy and geeky i'm your host robert and on today's episode we're beginning phase three of the mcu with a look at captain america civil war joining me today is ollie deitch a film critic and journalist from the uk welcome to the show ollie
1: oh thank you for having me rob pleasure being here pleasure talking to you especially about uh, civil war and i can't wait to get into it
0: yeah yeah uh, this is uh you know the we, we this is the first official movie of phase three of the MCU and it's kind of like Avengers 2.5. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Like, <laughs> so I like to think that part of the reason they did this is that um they knew that Age of Ultron wasn't going the direction they kind of wanted it to, um, or they're kind of like making up for how um Age of Ultron kind of fumbled things because they did too much of let's move things let's point things towards the next stuff instead of telling like just a compelling movie on its own
2: yeah yeah yeah
1: no, yeah i I, yeah. I totally get it man i mean <laughs> i mean looking back at the time age of Ultron just it just didn't hit the same as avengers assemble right. as avengers assemble fa- fantastic movie we don't need to get into that um but looking back at it now obviously a few years later age of Ultron isn't isn't that bad And I know it does get a a lot of bad stick, and I know we're not here to talk about Age of Ultron. But I don't think it's as bad as what people say it is. Uh, At at the time, yeah, it was very disappointing. They tried to pull a lot of hairs, tried to push into the future, introduce Wanda, introduce Quicksilver. And their intros weren't the best. They're great characters now, except Quicksilver, he's, spoiler, dead. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) if you haven't seen it by now, which I hope you will if you're a fan of the MCU, uh, but I really enjoy it looking back at it. I've seen it a few times since, and it's not as bad as people give it uh give it stick for.
0: No, it does it does a good job at it does a it does a fair job at um, yeah. what it's trying to do. The problem that I have with it, and then I and I, you know, talk about this in in the previous episode, is that Ultron should have been like a a villain that kept popping up um that you defeat him for now and that he'll eventually come back um which is how he is yeah. which is how most villains in the comic books are um you know you take him out for a little bit and then they come back um and that's a, even with Ultron like he should rebuild you know at some point like his code probably you know if they're smart they'll rebuild him at some point and have him come back but they just don't do stuff like that in the movies and i i kind of understand that you know comic books have a ton of villains they can choose from so they can afford to you know kill off a villain and not worry about bringing him back anytime soon um yeah yeah so, yes yeah. yeah so so i mean i think it's fine the way they did it but again i think that he is such a good enough villain that we could have had him return or at least pop up here and there rather than being like he should have been kind of a villain that popped up kind of like Thanos where but even Thanos should have been used better throughout um, the, mm-hmm. these these phases as well where he just kind of you know only appears in end credits and stuff it just I don't know I think I think they should do a better job with these mega villains that they're that they build up um, so
1: oh yeah I, I definitely get it I think they're going to try and do that with, with Kang the Conqueror now obviously yeah. because of the multiverse stuff so I'm enjoying the seeds of that a little bit. uh, But yeah, James Spader just really sold the movie to me, to be honest. I don't think Ultron was as great as a villain without James Spader. That's the only issue I have, but just, I I don't care. James Spader is such, he's chewing up every piece of scenery he's got. Anyway, uh, enough about Age of Ultron. Sorry.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I mean, we have to talk about that to get to civil war because a lot of, because the Avengers really kind of come together in Age of Ultron they, they they kind of break apart a, a little bit but then they come yeah. together to make sure they defeat Ultron they realize at the end of that 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 they are kind of fractured they're not they're not they're not necessarily friends they don't all have the same ideals um, but they know that they can come together as this team to stop whoever they need to stop and in Civil War It's it's a little weird because I again I think that Marvel did Marvel has kind of rushed through things that should have taken a little bit longer to kind of lay down um, some of these beats. I mean, there's literally one movie between Ultron and Civil War, and that's just Ant Man. Um, Yeah, and so there's nothing. There's no there's no groundwork being laid. Um, I do think Civil War is. is is an excellent movie it's one of the best um but it's it just feels like everything gets rushed so quickly um and then the fracturing of everything just happens so fast that um you know and again comic books have years where they can lay out stuff you know month by month and everything and i get that and i get that with movies they don't have that much time but i feel like they could have laid a little bit more of that through through some other stuff rather than fracturing them so fast like they do with just this movie and then it like they there's nothing in between there to between there and infinity war to kind of talk about anything and so i feel like they could have you know stretched it a little bit farther before they got to that point but they didn't and but it still made a good movie well
1: yeah i think civil war is is a fantastic movie honestly and Any given day, it's between me at Civil War, Endgame, Winter Soldier, and Infinity War as the best. Any given day, no matter just whatever I fancy that day. Um, But I think what you're going on about not having the, like, obviously, Ultron, Civil War, not having a long enough lead time, I I totally get that. And that's, I think, the problem we're seeing now with the MCU in its current state. Like, look at Secret Invasion. That's a whole comic run. And we got itty bitty series with six episodes and i've got to admit i've only watched the first episode i i just couldn't get into it as much as the comics i haven't i've heard all about the comics how it's all superheroes like iron man captain america all scrolls and that's such an awesome idea but they didn't tackle that secret invasion
2: yeah (laughs) yeah
1: yeah i do want to check it out one day i really do but after the show secret invasion i just yeah the mcu's just in a (laughs) In a strange state at the moment and watching Civil War again the other day, it just it just gave me so much nostalgia of going like, oh my God, that! what a time that was. What a time right. to be alive during that current state of the MCU with um, Civil War, Ultron, Avengers, December, Infinity War and all those movies. And it was just, it feels surreal looking back at it now, to be honest, it feels like a fever dream.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's just like nowadays we take it for granted, especially with all the, the multiversal shenanigans and everything else. We're taking yeah. it. We are we really are taking it for granted. Just how much that they are doing still to keep it alive and to, you know, and, and they're going to stumble. I, I get it. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. I watched all of Secret Invasion. It wasn't the greatest thing. I'm hoping that the things that have that by the end of it, there's things that are going on that I think will hopefully seed into the future um, of the MCU. And that will get the consequences of these events, yeah. um, which will be good though. Like, cause that's kind of, it's kind of what you wanted with like the winter soldier, the winter soldier, the the fall of shield and the fall of Hydra and stuff like that. You kind of get pieces of that little by little. Cause they 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 reference it in the beginning of um of uh uh, age of ultron yes yeah with that and then we get the consequences of this of it in this one too in the beginning with um with rumlow um you know and his crew taking on trying to get this um uh poison or or yeah, like this nerve, nerve yeah. gas or something like some some chemical anyway yeah yeah and so you know you get these seeds that you know get you know take root later on which is great and and you know a lot of this stuff you know the whole thing with winter soldier and stuff and this is what's interesting too because you said that you know the ones that you like the most are winter soldier civil war infinity war and endgame and they're all the ones yeah written by uh, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely and directed by the Russo brothers know, and so yeah. those those are, those are all the mo- and this is what I was this is what I said earlier in my winter soldier um episode 2 is that realistically winter soldier starts to lay the blueprint for what becomes of the MCU moving forward that and guardians of the galaxy those two movies yes. in combination kind of made uh, Feige and everybody else involved kind of focus and go. Okay, so we've got the 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 kind of more grounded militaristic side of stuff, um, Captain America's stuff, and then we've got the more fantastical stuff with the Guardians of the Galaxy, and where they kind of go from there with, um, with Doctor Strange and a lot of the weird stuff, yeah, and yeah. and evolving Thor and Thor Ragnarok and everything, and so we get the weird kind of cosmic. Weird stuff, and then we get the rounded stuff with Captain America, Ant Man, and Black Panther. And Black Panther kind of, kind of goes both sides on that. Yeah, um, yeah. But so, and that's why I think is great though, and that's what's kind of the hallmark of Marvel comic books in general. Um, and so I think that you know that Winter Soldier and and all that kind of laid that blueprint, and that's where I think <laughs> they saw how good Winter Soldier was, and then they saw how just kind of okay what age of ultron was and that's when Mm. they were like okay well we're giving him civil war we're giving the russo (laughs) brothers civil war and we just want to make this a a a, a, another avengers movie in a way yeah um yes and and build up to the next one so Mm. especially since again (laughs) it's literally two movies from the last avengers movie um Mm. so they just kind of were like let's let's kind of combine you know sure let's move captain america and the winter soldier's story forward a bit but let's push it together with uh what's going on uh, with the avengers as a whole
1: So yeah 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 De- definitely like um what point did you join into the mcu were you there from the start or was it a little oh, bit i was later there on? from the
0: very start
1: <laughs> yeah I-, I was there from the start how old was i 2008 i was yeah. uh i was only seven
0: Oh my when god! When it first started,
1: okay. <laughs> so, so sorry about that. To put it into um, into terms like that, but um, yeah, I was only seven. I was in from it from the start, but I, I was only 34. started to <laughs> <laughs> bit of diff- different age age gap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, just a little bit, just just a tad, only a few years. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was seven, but I didn't start love loving it and appreciating it until I think. It was either Avengers Assemble or Guardians of the Galaxy. I know they're two they're two years apart between them. Um, right. But I think that's when I started to really adore the MCU and think, okay, this could go into some great avenues. And I'd love to see, I mean, eventually see Spider-Man one day, which we do in Civil War. When I saw that trailer, I, I lost mm. my mind. I, I just fell to the ground. And, you know, like I just did what, what Soups did and just screamed at the, at the camera. <laughs> um but no, it just the MCU back then was such a magical place. It was just oh, yeah. so fantastic. And I do love the movies now. Guardians of the Galaxy 3, I absolutely adored that. Shang-Chi, No Way Home. There are a few not so great <laughs> ones in there, but we just won't talk about them. <laughs> Even the series like WandaVision, Loki, I enjoyed What If? A little bit controversial, but I enjoyed that. It was like sort of a Saturday morning cartoon and I, I really yeah. dug that. Um um, but then there are other shows like Secret Invasion, which aren't great, like you said. <laughs> um, but I just because of the multiverse stuff, the, it's it's very difficult to judge the current state of the MCU, especially if everyone's feeling superhero fatigue. But rewatching right. Civil War, I just had such nostalgia for it, and I just wish we could one day, hopefully, get back to that time. It it just feels so minuscule and on such a smaller scale back then, and and back then it just felt huge and larger than life before infinity war seeing as right. spider-man iron man captain america hawkeye uh scarlet witcher wonder maxima as she was known now vision fight together back then that was such a monumental moment but looking back now that just feels like such a small part of the mcu yeah
0: yeah, no, it's it's definitely it and that's what's funny about it too is like it you know it's supposed to be a Captain America movie but it's really it's a Captain America movie guest starring all the Avengers. Um yeah. and so we get the we get bigger stakes and it and again it does lead to basically the rest of what happens in phase 3 of mm. all these Avengers just being kind of apart and this is this is what's interesting too i found that um i mentioned it before that in iron man 3 that you know iron man 3 was the beginning of phase two um and so by by the beginning of phase two we'd already told iron man's story like in his individual Mm -hmm. movies he's done already now at the beginning of phase three we're done with captain america's story basically you know other than you know him popping up in the next two Avengers movies. Like that's the only other time we see him. He doesn't really pop up in anything else. Um and so it's it's a little odd to get these completed storylines sort of, you know, until they mm. until the end of uh endgame. So you know it's 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 interesting to get these so quickly. I feel like they're quick but like you know in yeah. retrospect they feel quick but you know in terms of the years between it wasn't really that fast but you know now uh, looking back yeah. on it you could just kind of put them all together and they seem really quick um but yeah it's it's interesting to watch these in retrospect for sure um and yeah, just, it's definitely- you know kind of try to put them in the context of when they were or when they came out um and and all that and i do want to put this into context uh, uh, and compare it to the comic book series as well because the there was a comic book series a a mini series called civil war uh and Mm. and it, it involved this fracturing of um the heroes in this way um and this um difference between captain america and iron man that was the that was the 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 main um uh, disagreement in the comic books as well. So yeah, in the comic books it starts off a lot differently um, in the comic books there's this hero there's this uh, team of heroes um, that are mostly teenagers uh, called the New Warriors um, mm-hmm. and this version of the New Warriors it's like the third or fourth version of them um, and it has some of the original members in it but this version um, has a reality show and so they've got a camera crew and and that follows them and follows their adventures and everything. Well, they, um, they confront this villain who's called Nitro and Nitro. Uh, his ability is to basically explode himself um, and then reform. Um, so he can mm-hmm. explode himself. And, and basically he causes a massive explosion. Well, they see him, they fight him. Well, Unfortunately, they fight him right next to a school. Um, and he explodes himself right like next to a bus or something, and it explodes and kills a bunch of kids. And that sets off a national, you know, debate about teenage heroes. Um, and mm-hmm. whether, you know, superpowered teenagers should become heroes, should they get training, all this stuff. And it's very you know, much in, in, in sync with what ends up civil Mm. war in a way too. you know the consequences of your actions of people who um aren't controlled they're not you know they're not being directed and they're just you know doing their own thing uh, because they think that what they're doing is right Um, yeah so iron man at the time could be wrong but i think iron man at the time was like the secretary of defense um for the government uh, Tony Stark was um, and at this point I believe everybody knew he was Iron Man there's in the comic books people still had secret identities for quite a while um, and you know in the in the movies they kind of went away from that very early on in the very first Iron Man movie they were supposed to continue to have secret identities but because yeah. Robert Downey Jr. did his little ad lib of I am Iron Man and they went you know what we'll keep that in um, that kind of refocused them and just said, you know what? Nobody's going to have secret identities except for somebody like that's, Spider-Man. That's gonna,
1: yeah, it's good. It's just just Spider-Man for the majority yeah. until it obviously got leaked in Far From Home slash No Way Home. But right. yeah, th- thinking well, about it now.
0: And that's what's interesting. We, yeah. Well, that's what's interesting with the Civil War comic books too. Spider-Man is at the, at the time um, kind of, Peter Parker is kind of um, assisting, tony like he becomes like uh tony becomes a mentor to peter parker and he convinces him to unmask on camera for everybody and Uh for like and to prove like you know and to say you know yes heroes need to be controlled uh and and this is what I, i i i believe in this so much i'm going to unmask and he does that and it causes problems in his life of course and it it's you know, it changes things for him. Um, Eventually he, you know, realizes the error of that and um goes and sides with Captain America. And then that's the thing, uh, Tony, Tony believes wholeheartedly in the superhuman registration and um tries to convince the other heroes. Cap isn't having it. Cause you know, Cap is Cap and believes that, you know, he, You shouldn't be restricting anybody's freedoms and and, and whatnot and that it's a slippery slope you know and just like he says in the movie that you know everybody's got agendas and if we have to be you know following somebody else's agenda at this point you know that we don't agree with you know that's not cool so so it's it's they both have good arguments and not neither one of them is wrong neither one of them is right in in the end mm. um and yeah. I, and and that carries over into the movie so i think that it's interesting that they took the core of this and this is what the mcu does really well is they take the core of an idea of what this is and then modifies it to the movie universe um and and it, by and large they've done really good with this secret invasion notwithstanding um yeah because I think Secret Invasion could have been done a lot better. Um, but they, they've they been doing a pretty decent job at, at, at taking these storylines, modifying them uh, for film, and uh, making them different and interesting in their own ways.
1: Yeah, it's like it gives them their own original and fresh take. The only issue that I have with that is the universe numbers. It's six one six as well, isn't it? The comics and the movie, the six one six. It's not supposed
0: so. to be the the no, movie exactly. universe is one nine 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 nine. Yeah. Um. And me and uh Iman Vellani will fight that. <laughs> she has more power than I do on that yeah. one. But <laughs> well, she I'm, I'm actually gets in, in Feige's yeah. face on
1: that one. <laughs> yeah. No, I I agree with uh Miss Marvel 616 herself. Six one six
0: is the Marvel universe, the comic book universe. Yeah. Yeah, so. when,
1: I, when I first heard that in the MCU, when, when was it? Oh, it was Kevin Feige or someone that said it, and then we heard it in Doctor Strange or something. And yeah. then I, I was I just sort of sat there and gone, hold on a minute, no, it's not. <laughs> I almost yelled can we, at the can screen. We just... I was
0: like, no, it's not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Yeah, this, so like, I'm with no, both no. you and Imam uh, <laughs> Velani. so I'm back in both your corners. So <laughs> I'll fight to the good, death good. on it.
0: There you go. But yeah, no, this this one starts very very similar. Somebody died in Sokovia um makes Tony feel bad. Um <laughs> and uh, yeah. you know, he agree he agrees and he agrees with the Sokovia chords because of that mom, you know, give it a yeah. face to it, you know. And it's it's interesting because I do think that this is a good follow-up to Age of Ultron in a way, because Age of Ultron um made tony confront his hubris um in yeah. a way he hadn't really done before um and then this mother telling the story of uh her son dying because of the um uh the actions of ultron and the avengers that you know it, it puts a face on something that he could put some distance on before and you know so it 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 but the irony is not lost that he then recruits a 15 year old kid to his side to fight for him. So Tony still has issues, Mm.
1: but you can argue that he is pretty much invulnerable, but yeah, he's still, he's still 15 and he's still in, uh, still in college. So, uh, still in school. So yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's so it's not the, it's still again, not the best decision making Tony's part, but you know, tony will tony and uh <laughs> you can't
1: argue with tony stark man <laughs> yeah. i mean if we've learned anything from the movies tony starts tony stark and he did sacrifice himself for the universe so he did it's, he did
2: yeah no so and i can't... like
0: i and, and and here's the thing i will fight to my dying day that that uh robert downey jr was from the very beginning the perfect tony stark as soon as he got cast oh. i was like mm-hmm hell yeah i was like i had no reservations as soon as they said robert downey jr had been cast i was like oh he's perfect i've never been a huge uh robert downey jr fan up until the mcu well yeah that's not true i did like uh i did like him in uh, uh kiss kiss bang bang before that um yeah but then you know from that point on i was just like i was team downey so yeah. but uh yeah, he he's just so perfect in the role. And he 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 de- he plays every aspect of him well. The like the the shitty, like, you know, overbearing, like a uh, um um childish, rich dude, and then the 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 tortured, haunted, you know, version as well. So
1: he, he's just he's one of them actors that are just bored to play the role and rdj is probably the best of, of the best in terms of in terms of that he embodies tony stark with such with just, just perfect he's just perfect in the role and I, I and nobody could see anybody else in the role as tony stark nor do
0: we want to right yeah exactly so, you know, we've already mentioned that, uh, you know, Spider-Man uh, obviously appears in this. Uh, he, this is his uh, first appearance in the MCU. And that was a, that was a huge deal because Spider-Man of yeah. course is owned by, or his, his rights are currently owned by Sony um, and have been since, you know, before his first movie came out. And that was a yeah. consequence of at the time, Marvel was going bankrupt. They sold a bunch of their film rights to help save them from bankruptcy.
2: Um yeah.
0: And, uh, you know, they have since reacquired pretty much every film right uh that they had sold, except for Spider Man and Spider Man associated characters. Um, yeah,
1: I would say I wish Sony just let it go, but then again, <laughs> the Spider Verse franchise is just too good. Uh, <laughs> I want them to stick I, stick with that. When it's done, sell it. Just sell it, Sony. You, you're done. Right. Venom's not great. Let's let's not be around the bush. Venom's not great. Um, and I'm not excited for Craven the Hunter, uh, nor El Diablo, a movie nobody really asked for.
0: Craven is the only one that I've been mildly interested in. I'm not a big enough fan of Venom to have even watched yeah. the movie. Um, and I don't like I, I've never been a fan of Morbius, the character, nor am I a fan of Jared Leto. So it's just like that movie itself is one that I'm like, I will eventually watch for the podcast but yeah it's gonna be a while before i get there <laughs> yeah i generally forgot morbius came out <laughs> <laughs> i forgot
1: that movie existed as bad as it was I, yeah for a minute it just, just went from my brain and i completely forgot but craven the nah. hunter i'm watching the trailer I, I am a bit intrigued into the um r-rated mature side of it but yes that's it and, and i do like aaron taylor johnson i, I do aaron like Taylor johnson, I yeah trailer yeah yeah he's he's great I, I love the black
0: yeah yeah no he's he's really good i've been, i've enjoyed him since uh uh, uh of course kick ass and so uh yeah. um, you know it, Don't it's forget nice Angus to see him popping up
1: perfect snogging <laughs> that was his first movie ever popped up in the uk but yeah That's yeah kick ass he was great he did kick
0: ass yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's, you know, so it, it'll it be interesting to see those movies. But yeah, I, I I would be obviously what Marvel has done with Spider-Man and Tom Holland. Tom Holland is my favorite Spider-Man of all time. People can come at me all they want, but he's my favorite uh so far i I agree Um, i
1: agree with you on that i i do agree i I do love andrew garfield um andrew garfield and seeing them in no way home again like everybody i lost my mind but andrew garfield he just lost it on the peter parker aspect and that's not his fault that was the direction and the writing but tom holland is such a perfect even stanley himself uh said that tom holland was a perfect peter parker yeah
0: Yeah, I think that, you know, Toby McGuire is a good actor. I like him a lot. He's a good actor. He never fit Peter Parker for me. He never fit Spider-Man for me either. Like, and and Kirsten Dunst, again, I like her as an actress. She was not Mary Jane to me. So it was really hard in those movies to watch them because I was just like, oh, these are not like, and I get it. I shouldn't put my stuff into that. But at the same time, I just, they didn't pull it off for me. And so that was itself very hard. Now, Andrew Garfield, like you said, Andrew Garfield did a great job as Spider-Man when he's in the costume. He's got the look down. He's tall and skinny. He's, you know, and, 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 you know, you don't need to be tall. Obviously, Tom Holland's not tall, but Tom Holland's got that gymnast body where it's like, uh, 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 thin and so, you know, uh, Tobin McGuire was too bulky to Me, yeah, um, yeah, he was short, but he was bulky, he was stocky, yeah, and so it never really rang true for me. And he was never, he was never really funny, funny, and that was something that yeah. Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland have both brought into the um, into it. And part of that's the writing, but also part of it's the performance, um, yeah, and so it just the 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 maguire the sam raimi movies as much a, i'm a huge sam raimi fan and i like yeah. aspects of the movies i think willem Dafoe is great as green goblin yeah i mm-hmm. think the costume shit um but <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> but then, oh, okay. uh, <laughs> but and then alfred molina as uh, uh as doc ock you know is is perfect you know mm. and so you know getting to see them come back and everything for uh no way home was like so good um yeah. everything about No Way Home is so good. But you know, yeah. we're getting off topic. But anyway, so yeah, Spider-Man's first appearance. <laughs> so yeah. so it's great that the Sony they finally worked out a deal to bring Spider-Man into the MCU. Um, mm. it was a long time coming, and I'm so glad they did it because it it, it works so perfectly. Um and, and and that's you know, kind of getting back on track with that was that because Tom Holland was so good at it that mm he he just brought so much to that character that hadn't been there before um and tying it all into the mcu um was just like i don't know it's just like chef's kiss right there so uh yeah
1: yeah yeah no his first appearance was just incredible like i said seeing him in the trailer i never expected it because i mean back then the mcu was huge to me and to the fandom but to casual audiences, before Civil War, it wasn't really as popular. I think it was Guardians of the Galaxy that really put it into the world and for everyone else other than me, you, the, the, the fandom uh, to enjoy. And seeing yeah. Spider-Man, I mean, thinking now going, why wouldn't you want Spider-Man to pop up in the MCU? You, you'll get profits from it, Sony. Uh, why wouldn't you? But back then, it wasn't, at least to me, wasn't as huge of a success as it is today right yeah but that might be just that might be just me maybe because again i was quite young in in that time but i didn't it wasn't until like guardians of the galaxy and civil war where it started raking in the, the 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 big books at least from what i saw
0: well so the first avengers movie did really well um mm. like it was probably the biggest one up to that time um yeah. But, yeah, but the first two phases were kind of uneven. Um, mm. They were wildly uneven. And I think that they find their footing with Winter Soldier um, yeah. and Guardians. And, you know, it still kind of goes up and down a little bit. You know, Ant-Man didn't do that great um, mm. in terms of, you know, money. I mean, it did fine. It it, it yeah. was profitable. Like, they all do very well. None of them have been yeah. losers at all. Um, no. But... They, you know, they they go up and down. And that's what's interesting today is that, you know, people are like, oh, they didn't do so great at the box office. It's like, but they don't have to. Like yeah. people, you know, sure, they need to stop spending as much as they are spending on these movies. Um yeah. because they're spending way too much. But you know, but they don't have to make a billion dollars each time for Marvel to continue to make these. Um, I think Marvel cool. is playing a very long game with these. Um, yeah disney's letting them do that because they know it's a long game they they know that they have to kind of play these out um as long as possible and uh kevin feige has a vision and mm -hmm. you know it's working so even when it even when a show or a movie doesn't work fully like say the eternals or secret invasion or something like that that when they don't work they still do well they're still and even still they're still better than a lot of things even though secret invasion is disappointing the 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 show itself is still fantastic in many ways yeah Um, you know when you get a chance to watch it um the getting nick fury as much as we do in this and getting these long stretches and i'm sure you've heard of it he gives long stretches of conversation with him and other people that Mm -hmm. um are just fantastic Um, and it just adds so much to the character itself so again i think it's the mcu sort of shooting themselves
1: in the foot with you have to put well you don't have to but everybody puts these shows and movies in context of other movies in the mcu your of the galaxy your avengers your captain america movies your spider-man movies and they look at that and compare which everybody does even i myself do which Mm -hmm. i shouldn't do i should look at it as as a project but even Secret Invasion I think why more people are so pissed off about the show is it source material and I do I know that Kevin Fargy has got a plan for this it's gonna it's gonna be great I can imagine so I have faith right. in the bloke I have done since the start he's delivered every single time but I think just at the moment I mean like it, Secret Invasion might have an Age of Ultron moment where it's disappointed now but in 10 years time it's one of the most important series out yeah. of all of them so who knows
0: and i th- i think it, i think i really do think that that's what they laid some groundwork in this that is going to come later and then we're all going to look mm. back on that and go oh okay you know <laughs> i'm yeah. hoping anyway yeah. i'm hoping fingers crossed that that, that comes yeah. comes to pass but uh you yeah. know uh, yeah you know, cuz again sometimes they play that long game there are things that they plant a seed very early on in a movie that has no consequence for a long time. And then years down the road, boom, there we go. You know, there it is. Yeah. So it's such a nice um, payoff though. When they do that, isn't it? Oh yeah. So I do, I do kind of,
1: I do kind of like it. And I know all the, the main story beats of secret invasion. I've talked to people about it. People have told me and what, uh, what have you, but I just haven't got into the series yet. And probably in 10 years time, I will come back and rewatch it. Uh, But for now yeah i just have no intention of checking <laughs> it out sadly i've never said that about any mcu project i'm always there no matter what it is but
0: just yeah yeah no i understand yeah i'm the same way but um you know getting back to civil war uh was with, yeah. <laughs> with spider-man yes this is spider-man's first appearance but this is also black panther's first appearance Um, so this is, uh, it was interesting too, because I was reading up on this a little bit and Spider-Man was supposed to have a big role in this movie and Black Mm. Panther's role was supposed to be fairly small because they didn't want to give him too much focus because they wanted to give him more focus in his own movie, uh, which is understandable. Uh, and, but what ended up happening was, um, while they were writing the script for this, that they weren't sure how much they were going to get to have a Spider-Man. And so while rewriting it, they brought Spider-Man's role way down and beefed up Black Panther's. And then by the time they got the rights to Spider-Man, they just were already too far into the script that they were just like, okay, well, we won't worry about that. Now we'll just keep Black Panther where it's at, um, which I think was, well, the was a choice. choice. Yeah. I was going to say
1: it's a choice well-made because I think delving into Spider-Man, it, it people would have just associated it with uh, like a Spider-Man movie, but with Black Panther, it's more, it's more personal. And even back then, not many people had the um, efficiency to Black Panther as he does now, as, as the moniker does now. Um, So I really enjoyed Black Panther in, in Civil War. It's one of my favorite. Um, I mean, Chadwick Boseman is just incredible in in the role. Again, going to RDJ, being perfect casting, Uh, the MCU is just fantastic with with his casting and Chadwick Boseman is another great example
0: yeah it's rare that I've ever thought that they've made a bad casting choice like everybody Mm. who they've cast in these roles has been pretty much perfect I can't think of anybody offhand uh, that has been terrible for the role that they've been in Um, just yeah no I I agree yeah
1: yeah even the one off villains, um like Guy Pierce I didn't really care about oh, yeah. his character but he he was great in the role and uh, I can't fault him for that.
0: Yeah yeah exactly. But yeah it's a you know it this is this is an interesting bit because we get you know at the time at, at the beginning of this movie you know obviously T'Challa is not the Black Panther yet his father is T'Chaka is the is, is the king of Wakanda he's the Black Panther at the time. And yeah. you know he he becomes, uh, uh, the Black Panther through the course of this movie, and you know and and the machinations of the big villain of this piece, which is Baron Zemo. Uh, yes, and uh, which, so I get why they needed to change him. Um, mm-hmm. and I get that, uh, doing so, uh, changed some stuff for the character. Uh, but I I will admit that I was disappointed we didn't get him in his mask, uh, until until uh Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, yeah. the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Which, to be fair, I'm glad they finally did it in in that, yeah, as well. So we got at least you know it happened at least once. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's 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 a much different take on the character than he is in the comic books. In the comic books, he's um uh, the the child of a of a. Like a Nazi uh, character uh, that Captain America fought back in World War Two, yeah. Um, and in fact, is the the uh, his father is the person who's um, in the comic books who sent up a rocket that was supposed to like a bomb that was supposed to go to America, and Cap and Bucky get on it, and um. uh, cap gets uh cap jumps off but bucky gets stuck on it and can't get off yeah. um and it explodes in midair and kills bucky or so we think yeah um well, yeah <laughs> so <laughs> uh, but uh even in the comic books he gets blasted free uh and then eventually becomes the winter soldier in the comic books and uh which lead, led into the winter soldier movie um yeah. so it's it's interesting sort of some of these uh ideas that you know the these connections uh to these characters they don't get played up on as much um yeah but we do have these interesting connections in this own movie itself because we discover through the course of this movie and and Zemo finds out through the course of this movie that the winter soldier is the person who killed Howard and Maria Stark and mm-hmm. it's and and what that does because you know Tony can't separate the fact that he can't reconcile the fact that um, Bucky was used. He was mind controlled. He was not the person who he is now without the mind control or, or the person who he is deep in in there, you know, James Buchanan Barnes is not the person who he was being controlled and the person who killed his parents and everything. And so this is what fractures um, Cap and Iron Man uh, in the end. And it's, it's what's, you know fractures the avengers as a whole as well uh that they yeah. just he can't reconcile that that captain america would stand by his friend um yeah and not by him and yeah it's a tough choice <laughs> you, you see know? you
1: see both sides don't you like with anything yeah. in the mcu like um you see both sides of the argument um uh, before we go on are you team yes. cap or team
0: iron man so i I'm always team cap. Yes. yes. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I just, I cap. love, I love Iron Man as a character. I love Tony Stark as a character. I love Robert Downey Jr.'s performance of it and everything, yeah. but Captain America, when it comes down to things, he will always make the best choice in these, in these instances, even if it's the hard choice. Um, when I yeah. first started reading comic books, um, that um and i and i started diving into them deeper as a kid um when, captain america is one of the first comic books i started reading and at the time was when he literally gave up being captain america um and uh uh john walker became captain america that whole storyline in the comic books that ends up being a part of the falcon and winter soldier storyline yeah. um that was something that i came into comic books on and so it was literally captain america just going nope i don't agree with you because the government wanted to control him and say you know you only do what we say and he was like no then i i choose not to be captain america anymore and i just thought that was a bold move and that's what he does here he's like you know if if i have to like you know at the end of this you know tony's saying that's not your shield you know, my dad made that, you know, that's not your property. And Cap just goes, OK, and drops it because yeah. he's not defined by his shield. He's not defined yeah. by his costume, you know, and that's something that I think is interesting that as we've gotten along, he, he, he every movie he's had this moment um, where he's made this choice in the first movie, he made the choice to go get those prisoners um, across enemy lines, even though he was told not to. Um, yeah. because he did what's right. He doesn't do yeah. what he's being told. Um, and and in Winter Soldier, it's the same thing. You know, he takes down S.H.I.E.L.D. even though, you know, Fury doesn't want to. Fury wants to sh- save w- what S.H.I.E.L.D. is. And he's like, you can't. You have to take it all down. It's not yeah. It's not a choice. And in this one, too, he's like, you know, I, I can't save this friendship with Tony I, as much as I want to. And I if I can't be Captain America, that's fine. but i will continue the fight and and that's what he does in the comic books as well during the civil war thing too he chooses the side of freedom the side of having the ability to choose what you want to do as a hero and having that as your as your right you know as a person and so that's why i that's why i always be team cap you know the side of freedom (laughs) Yeah. Well,
1: that, I, I agree. I'm, I'm team cap wholeheartedly. No, no questions asked. He always makes the right choice. If I was in a room of Captain America, we couldn't make a decision. He just said, I'm doing it. I'll just follow him. I won't question it. Right. I'll just, just walk out that door with it. I go, well, you, you're bound to do something right, aren't you, Steve? So I'll follow him. But as much as I love Iron Man, as you were saying, as much as I love RDJ and how his story and his character arc has evolved and changed for the MCU, we fall in love with him to the point where everybody cried upon his death. And, uh, Iron Man, the team Iron Man is filled with some amazing characters. You, you've got a uh, Vision, oh, yeah. you've got um, Spider Man, Black Panther, Black Widow, and as much as I love them characters, again, even based on characters alone, I think I'd rather go with Team uh, Captain America without the the size of the battle, without um, Iron Man. Wanted to control the superheroes without causing right. any damage uh reducing collateral and uh Captain America saying no we we can't we need to save whoever we have to save at whatever cost um right. putting that aside I think I'd still go team cap I love Ant-Man I love Bucky I love Scarlet Witch uh Hawkeye um Falcon I just love all of the, uh, them them as well but yeah team cap all the way not even thinking about it.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah no it's a it it, this is this is a this is a great movie because it does make you make that choice and you know Mm -hmm. you you got to come down on whatever side and i understand and i don't think that anybody that comes down on tony's side is wrong either like that's that's ultimately where you come at it from is that you have to make that choice for yourself and that's what captain america is saying you don't have to like if you that's what you choose to do that's your choice if you want to choose to become you know registered and and everything that's all fine but you shouldn't have to you shouldn't have to choose that and you shouldn't be told that that's the only way you can be a hero um and that's the way you can save people
1: yeah like captain america even at the start says i don't want to do this and walks away it's iron man and the government that chase after captain america and force him to fight Else yeah. he wouldn't have. Else he wouldn't have thought he would just walk away. You do you. I'm doing me. Don't come after yeah. me. I'm gonna save lives, whatever it takes. And again, you can't fault people for going for Team Iron Man because I get it. I, I struggled at first, but again, yeah. Team Cap always, no matter what choice it makes. Um, yeah. but you just you see both sides, and that's what is so great among the many things about about civil war.
0: Right, and I think there's 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 a way to do this. In, in in like if you think it out, there's a way to make this reconcile completely. So mm. if people want heroes to be more responsible, and they should be, you know, yeah, oh, and yeah. that's the whole <laughs> that's the whole point of the registration in the first place. The Sokovia Accords, uh, I keep saying registration because that's what it is in the comic <laughs> books. But the Sokovia Accords, the whole point of the Sokovia Accords is that you know they want heroes to be uh registered and responsible um and you know under their thumb basically and and have to be controlled by them they just can't go willy-nilly um which i get you know you want to yeah. have some responsibility there so the ideal should be in a way that you know it's these heroes should get some kind of training there should be some kind of you know Things that they not necessarily, you know, train, but like some kind of training. Yes. in how to yeah. use their abilities before they go out and actually start helping people and doing stuff like that. Learn how to use your abilities. Use uh, use them by yourself. Use them in concert with each other. Practice, practice, practice. That's the odd, bad idea. Um you know i'm a i'm a driver's ed instructor now and that's what i tell my students you need to get out and practice you know you can't yeah. become a good driver until you get out and practice a lot that's that's what you need to do and so um that that's that's in general what people need to do that's what training is yeah. all about you know and so do that and then get certified or licensed in some way shape or form that recognizes you as a an official uh, a superhero of some sort And then you also should yeah. have like I don't know Insurance and stuff like that You know all these little yeah. things yeah. that would The normal people have to do Like you know cops and firefighters They have to do stuff now to be Fair they're kind of you know I don't want to get Into all the you know good and Bad of all that but you know they're <laughs> Licensed and insured in some Ways to do what they do As well they have they have consequences Sort of um, And you know that They have to uh, they have rules and stuff that they have to abide by. And so I think uh, as heroes, there should sort of be something to that, you know, so, you know, in a real world scenario, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I can see that point of view, you know, and but I think so. There's a way of doing that that doesn't let them run amok, but also isn't completely under the thumb of control. Like they don't have to be directed. They can still go out and do what they need to do and go save people and do the things they need to do without having somebody go, no, you can't do that because that's, you know, uh, we, we don't agree with that. They're, they're not an ally or something like that, you know? And, and that was cap's point was, you know, what if we need to go someplace that the UN doesn't agree with? Well, Mm that's that's a bad idea you know we still should go help people regardless of that and yeah and they already had this in the comic books as well even before this they the um um the avengers had a government liaison who told them what they could and couldn't do and 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 it was a whole mess um so yeah yeah so (laughs) it's 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 interesting to see these these things happen again and again um in in terms of stuff but it's it but this is what how i think of it in the movie in in the movie aspect too there's a way of doing it that wasn't quite the way they did it and Mm -hmm. you know there was there was a compromise there that they could have made but because the governments of the world were just you know caught up in oh well we need to stop these heroes from just being crazy then yeah, you know, and and that's what happens in the real world too. Is people make rushed decisions, um, and judgments on things, and don't take the time to really think through them. And uh, you know, that's what this movie shows. You know,
1: yeah, well, there's definitely a compromise between the two. Yeah, um, Cap isn't wrong, I'm and isn't wrong. If you just meet in the middle, we wouldn't have to fight in an airport. Exactly. As much as I loved it, there'd be no fight and no movie.
0: <laughs> but <Right. laughs> as a resolution. <laughs> exactly no and 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 it makes for a good movie and i do think that this makes for a better avengers movie than honestly the first two avengers movies um this makes for a more interesting and fun um movie in a lot of ways we get a lot of the characters uh you know little little bits of storylines here and there um you know we get ant-man who only just had his movie before that we get him back in this movie um and now we get him growing to giant man status um and so you know it's it's nice to see these characters um you know again even if it is very soon after the last avengers movie it's still great to see them all together and in a movie like i said that i think is better than um uh ultron in a lot of ways
1: oh oh definitely it's it's hands down Better than the better than Ultron is. <laughs> it's, it's not even a debate. The Russo brothers <laughs> have just 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 smashed the MCU. Like like I said, oh, yeah. my four favorite are Russo brothers movies. Yeah. Uh, so so yeah, they just fantastic. They they understand the source material. They understand the story. They understand how to direct action and yeah, uh s- superhero action. It just boils down to such such fantastic movies from the two of them. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Hopefully they come back for Secret Wars, but finger fingers crossed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they've got somebody I thought they said that oh, I think it's just the writer. Um Yeah, so I, I think from, um the Russo really said from,
1: that's yeah. That's the only movie they'd come back to is secret wars but so that in my head thought yes they're directing secret yeah. Wars, <laughs> but they're not there's nothing there's no. i just want to say to your audience there's no there's no confirmation yet it's just wishful thinking from me yeah
0: no i'd like to see them come back as well like yeah. i i think that it it would you know give them a good opportunity and honestly secret wars is a you know and all this multiversal shenanigans that we got going on is going to be the perfect avenue to bring back mm. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man and Chris Evans is Captain America you know so we may get, you know they you know just just for little bits I don't want them coming back fully because I do think that they deserve to you know ride off into the sunset but I would love to see multiversal Mm -hmm. versions of them come back um, you know just to get you know just to have a little fun with the characters again.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. And by by the rate we go going, we want Hugh Jackman back. We want Wesley Snipes back. Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield. <laughs> it's going to be a seven-hour movie, <laughs> right? Right.
0: I mean, they have not fleshed out uh, Phase Six yet, so there's yeah, still a lot yeah. of unknown movies in that phase. Yeah. So it'll mm-hmm. be interesting to see what they pack in those. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah no i think this is a this is a fantastic movie i think that you know what they're still saying and i you know and and getting back into you know kind of a little bit of this um you know because this is a captain america movie and you know we're talking about the winter soldier as well because it's it's continuing the winter soldier's um storyline so we get a little bit more of his past a little bit more of um you know what was going on with him and how he was controlled uh by hydra um which is which is good. I, I like seeing that, and I like seeing that the this whole, um, there was this whole program of them, um, and that you think throughout the whole movie that Zemo is going to go, um, unfreeze these other, uh, Winter Soldiers, uh, to, you know, use them upon the governments of the world, um, and you know, twist of all twists is no, he just wanted to kill them because he didn't want any more of him out there, you know, mm-hmm. so. Uh,
1: i, I gotta I got admit i i love i love zemo in this he, he's not oh, no. he's not menacing he's got no superpowers he's yeah. i think i could defeat him he's that um <laughs> he's that uh unintimidating but he's right. just he uses the avengers against one another in such a perfect way his plan was methodically thought out and it just he's, he's one of the best villains at least in my opinion with danos and right um, well it, they Sha-chi. did say that his
0: they did say that too that his plan really revolved on a lot of coincidence happening too oh yeah um yeah. and so <laughs> yeah. it's just like you know just things it, him taking advantage of the possibilities uh of things yeah. happening so it's just like all right you know that that is kind of yeah. funny that you know when it comes down to it yeah. if, if anything just happened to go wrong if they just sat and talked for just a little bit more you know things might not have you know, spiraled out of control like they did. But of course, it's a oh, comic yeah. book movie. This is what happens. I mean, people need to yeah. let that go. You know, yes, it's it's built on a lot of coincidence, but that's what makes it fun, you know, because it just oh, yeah. it were it, it did work. So <laughs> no, that's but, that's yeah, all it no, that at the end of the day, yeah. Yeah. And no, and I agree. I think that Daniel Brule plays a great Zemo. I think that he's even better Zemo in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um yes. And uh, you know, and I will I will stand on that hill uh that Falcon Winter Soldier is a great show. Um oh no, I, I agree. I, I really
1: I really enjoyed yeah. it. I mean the the flag smashes were the only thing that brought the series down to oh, yeah. me. I like yeah. I liked and loved John, I loved and hated John Walker, but Wyatt Russell gave yes. such a fantastic performance that I loved him so much. Seeing Julia Louis Dreyfus um turn up, yes. that was amazing. And of course, seeing Bucky and um Sam Wilson's uh characters fleshed out and their chemistry and relationship fleshed out a bit yeah. more was was great. And finally seeing Sam in that incredibly badass um Captain America suit, it was just yes. awesome.
0: Yeah. I'm, hoping they, so. yeah, I'm yeah. hoping they modify it a little bit. Yeah, I'm hoping they modify it a little bit because it's a little it's a little funky of a costume, but I think they will. I think they'll I think yeah. they'll Tone it back a little bit for the for the movie. Um yeah. but uh for the next cap movie, which is great. I'm glad he got I'm glad he's getting to be Captain America. Um yeah. I know it's I know it's gonna cause a lot of uh uh issues with uh the more racist people uh in the world, but I yeah. don't care. I uh, mean it already has, hasn't it? So. It already <laughs> has well it already yeah. did in the comic books because they already did this storyline in the comic books, yeah. And those racist people were already Calling out, and it was even funnier too, because in the comic books they addressed it, you know, mm. just as much as they addressed it in the Falcon and Winter Soldier movie as well, yeah, or the yeah. series. They, they've, they addressed this, and you know, because they know that people in the real world are gonna hate it, and it's like, but yeah, t- t- tough, tough, you know, this yeah. is what it is now, you know, so yeah, well, I'm not uh, gonna
1: change any um political landscape by saying this, but let's just get over this shit.
0: Uh, right I mean, <laughs> absolutely
1: jesus christ just get over it
0: <laughs> yeah time's He's a great changed, character move on um
1: yeah. yeah exactly it's 2023 just shut
0: up yep yep absolutely agreed <laughs> <laughs> there oh, we go we've just changed so
1: political landscape forever there now we, we, we are we there are you. the pioneers yeah
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No. Let let you know. Let's hope this my small audience will will, will help uh you know cha- change change well, things yeah, for the they, better. they will they will say <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no. I I'm excited to see uh see what comes in the future. Um I'm hoping mm. we get more of uh a Zemo again uh in, in the future. Um you know, we do have a yeah. Thunderbolts movie. I don't know if he's in it. Um, but since he was one of the original Thunder, yes yeah. uh, it would be nice. I
1: think to, he nice to see he that. was in the um, was it character art or was it a, a poster of some sort? I think he was in it, unless I've made that up. I might have just put his him in there. I, I, don't, I, don't <laughs> I didn't.
0: I don't remember seeing him in it, but you know, it's yeah. It's possible I might I have been wrong.
1: Him. Yeah,
2: mm.
1: <laughs> but I, I'm sure he will. Uh, pop-up yeah, uh, I'm uh, hoping yeah, he I'm does sure. yeah 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 I've got my fingers crossed too because I love I love this yeah. character Winter Soldier he was better in that in Falcon the Winter Soldier so yeah yeah absolutely
0: but yeah so it's a this is a this is a fun movie it's it's really good it's got a lot of it's got a lot of um stuff that again it, it this does a better job at laying out stuff for the future uh than what Ultron did. Um this yes. this was more organic in a lot of ways. Um I do think that uh, the writers uh, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely um have a better handle on that kind of universe building um than um than others do. Um and it just shows from Winter Soldier to Civil War to Infinity War and Endgame they had a handle on big groups. They had, they you know the, and you know, you cannot argue that those four movies, the movies that the Russo brothers did with those writers, you cannot argue that those are not some of the best movies of the MCU as a whole. Um,
1: oh, definitely. Whether they're your favorite or not, your favorite, whatever yeah. that's different, it, it's that subjective. Exactly. But objectively, Civil War, Winter Soldier, um, Infinity War, and Endgame are some of the best movies in the MCU, hands down. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. But yeah, so it's 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 uh you know in this movie Civil War is it's a fun movie it's 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 got stakes um that you know reverberate throughout the rest of the next phase and beyond and it's it's just it it's just really good I I enjoy it a lot um it's not one that I keep going back to but mm. it's um but it's still really good um when yeah. I do go back to it it's always like it's really good. And I'm always like, why don't I go back to this one more? Um, Winter soldiers, the one I always go back to the more, the, the one more, but uh, the, that one just, it's, it, that one's more of a spy adventure and it just feels, you know, breezy yeah. than this one does. Uh, civil yeah. war, civil war doesn't, you know, civil war has so much going on in it. It's, it's definitely, um, there's a ton going on in it. It's not yes. as, um, you know, exciting, You know, super action, um, uh, spy thriller sort of thing. Uh, so it's, but it's, but it's so good on its own that, um, and, and, and picks up the pieces and continues to throw them, uh, farther in, like I said. And it's just, it's, it's just a great movie. It's,
1: yeah, like you said, just to echo your statement, it's, it's a fun movie and one of my personal favorites. Uh, I could go any day watching Infinity War, Civil War, Winter Soldier. Yeah. or, or Endgame and usually when <laughs> I do go back to the MCU which now isn't very often I think because I'm oversaturated with all the content I no. will go back to those three uh, final Russo Brothers movies Civil War, Infinity War, Endgame more so Infinity War but that's just because that's just a ton of fun you can switch off and just have a great <laughs> time, enjoy, enjoy the visuals enjoy the characters Um, but Civil War I just have an absolute love for I think the characters yeah. were handled so perfectly. There are stakes, like like you said, the uh the political choices that you want to make. Are you wanting Cap? Are you wanting Iron Man? Just yeah. offers so much, so much to the story. And again, it does uh the stakes lead to so many choices at the end of the film that branch off into so many um stories into the MCU. Like the start of Infinity War, the Avengers are broken up, literally like. Uh, Mark Ruffalo, Bruce Banner says, "Like a boy band, they have just separated. They <laughs> broke up, and
0: right. then
1: in Endgame, it does make for a fantastic and emotional reunion."
0: Yeah,
1: and yeah. Civil War, it's just it's just one of my favorites. It's one of the most important, uh, I'd argue, in the MCU. Um, but looking back now, it's such it's such on a small scale, but yeah. it's just so much fun. I, I love Ant Man. I, lo- I think most of it is because I love Paul Rudd. I oh, yeah. adore Poirot. He's so good in the role. Um, he continues, oh, even in fantastic. Man of the Wasp, Quantumania, I wasn't particularly a huge fan of, but <laughs> crushed it, like always. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, Black Panther, Spider-Man, making their first appearances, Baron Zemo being a, a fantastic villain, whilst he did give a better performance in Factor yeah. the Winter Soldier. I just loved his his villainy, villainy in um, Civil War so yeah honestly it is to me it's a near perfect movie i have nothing to
0: say against it but that's just me <laughs> i mean just, yeah I, I just love no, it, it's it lot of fun. and it's it's the first movie of the uh phase three um and it literally just kind of like leaves the blueprint for everything to come afterward because after this point yeah. we get black panther's movie we get Spider-Man's movie we get you know so much that just kind of you know and then we get these first appearances of like Doctor Strange and Captain Marvel Mm -hmm. and it just kind of leads into all this stuff that you know uh, uh, just kind of coalesces by the end uh, in Infinity War and Endgame so it's just it's a it's this perfect beginning of this of this infinity saga in a lot in, in the, yeah. in the last part of the infinity saga. And uh, you know, it just, it's a great, it's a great moment uh, in time for that. So.
1: Yeah. Again, yeah. going back, it's just such a fantastic, I'll miss it. I'll, I just want to go back to that small <laughs> one or two movies a year. There's just so much content going on now, as much as I appreciate it, I just can't keep up that's that's the truth i can't keep up with it as much as i want to get into it i, I i've just got no time <laughs> so,
0: yeah <sighs> that's funny yeah no i'm i'm still here for them all i'm still going headstrong on all everything every show every tv every movie like i'm i'm there for opening opening day um but i'm i'm and and for the most part i'm still enjoying them all um i'm a yeah. long time marvel comic book fan i've been reading them since i was a kid um and so being able to yeah. see a lot of these um storylines that yes like i said are modified for uh you know the 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 movie universe but getting to be able to see these even when they don't fully hit like say secret invasion um that it's still fun to mm. see it and see what they're doing with it and hoping that you know down the line there may be something to come of it more so than maybe right now you know and and i'm trusting in the process yeah. that hopefully there will be something there so you know
2: yeah cuz yeah. sometimes yeah, i'm there not
1: is. a i'm not a um yeah well, yeah exactly i'm not a comic uh, i'm not a comic boy uh, but yeah. <laughs> i i have always wanted to get into the into the comics but I look at the MCU as more movies, obviously my, I'm I'm a film critic. So going into all that, I, I look at it as more movies. I know all the big storylines from, from the comics. I'm aware of it. I know all the characters, even um, characters that aren't introduced into the movies yet. I do know of them. I know their stories, their origins. I just haven't delved deep enough into the comics and read them to, I do want to jump into them, but I just, again, Mo- the movies just keep coming and keep coming. Where they don't give me a ch- oh, I want to read Secret Invasion. Oh, the series is already out. Okay, well, <laughs> thanks for that, Marvel. Oh, okay. as much as I appreciate it.
0: <laughs> well, I think I think that what's nice though is that the 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 shows and the movies aren't going anywhere, and the comic books aren't going anywhere. So you do have time. Just make it on your own mm. time. You know, there's no rush. Yeah. And that's what's nice about it is I don't think the Marvel universe is going to like I've seen people like sounding the death knell of uh, after Secret Invasion. I'm like, that's not going to be the (laughs) thing that's going to kill the MCU. Like (laughs) if if something like the Eternals or Thor, the Dark World didn't kill it, then, you know, we're not going to get the the one little TV show isn't going to kill it either, you know, and so. I think that yeah, uh, let, it's going to continue for a long it, time it's coming. It's not going anywhere. It's
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, it's not going to die. No, it's, it's, they it's, it's they still it's make not a lot of money. Out of these. The most they'll do is cut back on the content. That's it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's a you know, it, it'll yeah, be. Yeah, fun. I mean, I don't you want know, to I'm stop. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm looking forward to whatever they come up with in the future. So yeah, I'm just you know. I'm I'm here for the ride.
2: <laughs> I,
0: I
1: am to to I I am here for the ride. I still adore adore their content. I am looking forward to the the Marvels. I'm curious to see oh, yeah. how that plays out. Loki season two. I'm 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 down for. I loved the first season, so I'm oh, I'm yeah. there for Loki season two. It's just Secret Invasion was the only one, and I think it will only. be I will watch it. To be honest, I'm probably gonna watch it next week. I think I've got to finish, but um, but at the moment I, in my mind, I'd there are other TV series that I'm just getting into. I need to finish yeah. the their season two, uh, I've um, Succession, all all that sort of stuff, TV shows that intrigue <laughs> me more that I want to get into. Oh yeah, and thankfully it's only six episodes, six six Secret Invasion, so I'm I will get to it one day. Don't worry about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah no it's a it, it'll be there until you're ready <laughs> so
1: all right oh, exactly um, it's not going anywhere <laughs>
0: yeah exactly yeah uh, no, but uh anyway um uh do you have anything else you want to say about the uh, civil war that we haven't already mentioned
1: um no uh, to be honest no um it's just just such a fantastic movie i i adore it and yeah, that's it. Nothing that hasn't been said a million times before about civil war. Uh,
0: I agree. <laughs> All right. Um, why don't you let people know where they can find you online? Yes. Yeah,
1: so um, I'm mostly right for a company called MovieWeb. But if you type my name in, Ollie Deitch, uh, that's Ollie D Y C H E, on, on Google, you'll most likely find my interviews reviews listicles features what have you um so yeah that i'm on twitter facebook um threads now which is not twitter x um facebook (laughs) it'll always be twitter um, instagram (laughs) oh me too every time i see that x i i just want to throw it i don't really use it that much anymore but yeah i am available on all pretty much every social media website so yeah be grateful if you give me a follow and keep up with all my work um but yeah
0: all right well i appreciate you coming on today to uh talk uh civil war
1: uh, thank you so much for for having me i've been looking forward to talking about civil war it's been a while since i've uh spoke about and seen civil war so thank you for giving me the opportunity
0: yeah yeah no it's good to have you thank you again
1: yeah I, i've yeah, speak to you again. I've had a fantastic time. So I'd love to be love to be on again, whether it's horror or superheroes, what, what have you.
0: Uh, oh, definitely. Yeah, no, this is a great conversation. I'd love to have you on again. Oh, th- thank you uh, th-
1: again. I'd, I'd love to be. I'd love to come on.
0: <laughs> All right. Thanks again to Ollie for joining me. On Monday's episode, I begin a new series on the Saw franchise. And my first guest is none other than Ariel Powershab. And we'll be tackling Saw 1 and 2. And on Friday, Kevin Yurick returns to talk about Dr. Strange. Thanks for listening. Creepy and Geeky is a part of the Morbidly Beautiful podcast network. Please check out morbidlybeautiful.com slash podcasts for more great shows. If you like what you've heard, please consider giving the show five stars and a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Also, please share the podcast on social media to help spread the word make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app or at creepyandgeeky.com. Music for the podcast is Gratitude, composed by Jerry Smith. You can follow the podcast on social media at Creepy and Geeky on both Twitter and Instagram. If you'd like to follow me, I'm Geekthulu on Twitter and Blue Sky and geek.thulu on Instagram. You can support the podcast by ordering teas and more on TeePublic or by donating to the coffee page. All of the links are in the show notes. Finally, don't forget, stay creepy.